When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the conversations I've had with Kyrie through the years. One of them I had, I don't know, two years ago. We got into an argument about, you know, something. And he's like, well, there shouldn't be an NBA draft. Players should be able to go wherever they want to go. We're not, you know, someone's property. And I'm like, yeah, you are, dude. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. You got friends of ours, you know, uh, journalists who are now Jackie Mack, Jackie McMullen, kind of put into a, uh, up against a wall, I guess, maybe a little bit with the Kyrie Irving comments. For those that don't know, basically Kyrie said no draft and uh, he doesn't think there should be a draft or trades that players are not property. And Jackie kind of called him out as a, a man of color. What do you say about that? And what well, are you Jackie, about? I, I think basically what Jackie was referring to was like uh, um, there was ownership that you're that essentially like you're owned by a team and today's standards those words just don't work matter of fact I, I have an opportunity to talk to her today and she said she wished she had completed her thoughts because she wasn't meaning to say that she wished she had said something else and to me that was great I mean but in, in essence uh, you know, there's technically what Jackie's saying right now about the player and his contract and who he's with. Technically, she might be correct. Now, in today's world, it's wrong to even put that out there. I mean, that's why the NBA changed their stance from being owners of a team to governors now of teams. So, you know, Wick, Wick Grossback now is no longer the owner of the Boston Celtics, but he's a governor of the Boston Celtics. So language in today's society does count and it does go a long ways. But with Jackie, I mean, and I, and I agree. First of all, I agree with everything you're saying. But in Jackie's case, it's not like Kyrie even referred to himself. He said players in general. Well, the NBA is a very, it is, an, it is a black man's league, but it's very diverse, probably more than it's been since it was all white when it wasn't diverse at all. So, you know, I believe Jackie McMullen would have looked at Larry Bird, your old teammate, or Kevin McHale and said the exact same thing. It didn't matter the race. So why are they digging up stories? I mean, I heard it. We played it at the intro here. She was on Ryan Rosillo, just said it. I don't understand why it immediately went to race in this instance because it's a bit like, when are we going to be able to it's, uh, it's very, very, It's very simple and very easy. It's like the white person that says, I have a black friend. Oh, it's, Jeff it's, Goodman. It, it's, a, it's a dog whistle that people hear. And if you say somebody owns somebody, you know, there's ownership there, then that that just goes against what everybody's believed or so believing that the environment that we're in Nick as you know has changed completely it's it's done that course where you go okay it was here but it's back over here is is the 180 or in that way that's reversed almost completely so I, I 
I get where she was going, but I get also that people are upset because you cannot use the words own. I, I own somebody as you're being owned by a player. I mean, if you would just do it like this, if you work with Xerox mm-hmm. and you want to go to IBM, does mm-hmm. IBM, does Xerox own you? Is that how that goes? Well, I mean, truthfully, Max, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, half of the Commonwealth in the Union are at will states. So unless they're asking me to do something illegal, they can fire me for anything. So frankly, yeah, while I'm on the clock, they own me. Um, I, I don't look at it like I'm, Kyrie's exact words were property, right? I don't look like I'm IBM's property, but doesn't Danny Ainge or I've heard you say it. I've heard me say it. We refer to players as assets. It's the same analogy. Uh, you know what? It's really kind of like that. You would say that, but there's a difference in those two words. I don't, I don't care. You, you can, you know, there is a thing called masking is a thing called sugarcoating. <laughs> you, that is the, the word is being masked and it's different completely. It's different. If, if I say that, you are property of the Boston Celtics or you are an asset or, you know, in, in, in that way, or a commodity. I think that that, whatever the commodity is, is sold, I think, but I think that in, in that way, that word, there are just certain words right now, Nick, that aren't usable. And that's how, that's how that goes. I mean, I think this is like, there's certain things that I can say as a black broadcaster that my broadcast partners or my broadcast partners, John Grandy can't use. Like no for instance, if I'm watching, if I was watching Kevin Garnett play and I say, he made some fantastic, but I said, whoa, man's a beast. He's a gorilla. Nobody you knows, did say that I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've said it purposely. So Sean could just kind of look at me, but uh, yeah, that is uh, the one of those things that you look at and you go, whoa, okay. Well, think about Howard Cosell, who was very, I mean, not to say his best friend, but one of his best friends was Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's no one that, I mean, that's a little bit before my time, but there's nobody that can really. They, they used each other. You said that they used each other very well. Howard Cosell used Muhammad Ali to get into the public's limelight. And Ali used Howard Cosell for his influence that he had. And so, and what that was right now would have been social media. That you know, when Howard Cosell went on on air and said, "Look at that little monkey." Oh, did he mean anything by it? No, probably didn't. But it happened. I mean, just recently we just had an NBA um, uh, broadcaster. Uh, He was talking at that time. He oh, was, he the, yeah, he said, yeah, the F word. Yeah, Did no, he? no, I'm not talking about the F word. I'm, I'm talking about, uh, it actually was in, um, I want to say probably was in um, uh, Oklahoma City. And he went on to say- They have, they I, have media down there? <laughs> yeah, they have media up. down there. He went on to, he, he went so far as he was talking about Westbrook. And Westbrook had been making these, unbelievable plays and he said Westbrook you're out of your cotton picking mind and Ooh. got fired for that yeah so, I mean so these things that we have in front of us these microphones are deadly to your career it, it only takes one word 
shot out there. I mean, I, I think about me and, and social media, I don't know, 20, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. And I was making a reference about Violet Palmer. And yeah, that wasn't, I wasn't being I wasn't being critical of her. I actually was telling the joke that went went wrong. I was actually teasing my good buddy, God bless his soul, uh, you know, Tom Heisen, he because he did not like officials at all, and female officials in particular. And I said, <laughs> you know, Violet Palmer, go back to the kitchen, make me some bacon and eggs. I said it in his voice, mimicking, mocking him, but people took it in a way that I was mocking her. The thing that I, I will never do, and, and this is more so with women and people of color, I will never be critical of them because I know how hard it was for them to get where they got. Like Violet, Violet Palmer, how long did it take her yeah. to, to, to every little gym she'd been in, every high school gym, every college gym, for her to make it where she did in a league that is dominated by white men? So, you know, I would never be critical in that way of her. So it was, that's what, that's the only thing I found so offensive to me about who she was and what was said. And, and even today, what is attributed to me in saying about her, because they did a, um, a special and they did something with her. And there was my name tagged on the bottom and Cedric Maxwell said. Mm -hmm. I remember that. That, that. That's one of those things you just want to. You don't want to be associated with but yeah. especially when you know, said. especially when you know that it was misinterpreted. And, and again, I mean, we're talking about Jackie McMullen, but this, this fits right into that. You know, it was misinterpreted. So when I've had that happen in the past, I, the more you try to correct yourself, almost the more you seem to be trying to cover yourself up. Right. So yeah. if you're in this uncomfortable situation and it's so frustrating because you know, you would never say something like that but the more you say i would never say that well nick let's, people let's, think do, you're let's do this let's do we'll do broadcasting one-on-one -on -one right now mm -hmm. if you indeed make a mistake on the air the only thing you can do is apologize yes and if a person doesn't accept your apology what else That's can you point. do yes, after yes. the words after the word i'm sorry my bad what is the next words to have so the more you try to explain yourself and I talked to Jackie about it. Matter of fact, I was trying to get her on a podcast with us. And she said she had something with Spotify, mm. uh, which she was working on. So I, I just I just believe that was one of those things that you look at and go, okay, we're not going we're, we're not gonna get there. What's going yeah. on on TV there? Mike? Oh, just T just a segment on TV that are, are you missing the evening news on, on CBS or <laughs> I have my enough and it is yeah. that time, right? You know, we're all, and it plays right in. Listen, man, this is a fucking podcast. We can watch TV if we yeah. want. Yeah. So here's the thing. You have the TV on. Everything looks eerie. I got that same feeling with Jackie because I know her, not as long as you do, but I know her well. I know she is not a prejudiced person. I remember Jeff Goodman on your show or you on his show the one time said, you know, some of my best friends are... No, no, no. You said it was... We had to clarify that. You said uh, we both were sitting there waiting for the other person to begin. That was so you're like, awkward. You're like, Max, he's, you are interviewing him. 
this is your show. Like, well, oh, well okay. I won't go any further into how that happened, but it was one of the more awkward moments. I didn't think mm -hmm. it could be, no pun intended, trumped until mm. he said, I have a bunch of best friends that are black, and it went like... Yeah, and, and, and I told him at that time, I, I remember yeah. stopping. You know, I stopped him. I said, hold up there, partner. I said, let, let me let me straighten you out right now, okay? Because that's just one of those things that you cannot you cannot say. You cannot use those things and saying, hey, my best friend is my best friend was black. Those things, those words just don't work. They 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 are crystal clear. They don't come out right. I don't care how you mention them, how it comes out. They never and that's not right. just with black people. That's any minority. Any it really is. I mean, because I have said that about Jewish people, and they've looked at me like, "What are you counting? How many Jews you're friends with?" Right? You know. And 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 here's the thing with with Jeff, and to his credit, after the fact, he called me and said, "I want to make sure you leave that in there." He said, mm -hmm. "I want I want people to learn because Jeff." is one of the biggest advocates for equal rights, for gays, black, everyone. He said, I want it in there because I want people to hear me make the mistake so they don't make a similar mistake because it was not my intention. That's the measure of a man. Well, well, I think in Jackie's case, which I was telling there, I was saying that Broadcasting 101, we're going to give you a lesson here. Yeah. And it is, if you make a mistake, you say you're sorry, but you go back to the same medium, the same box that mm -hmm. you made that mistake in. So mine was like, when I said it, they wanted me on TV. I said, no, I'm going to phrase it the same way. This is television stations around. I'm going to frame it the same way that I said it on radio. And you can pick it up and take it the way you want to. That's what it was been, uh, you know, and it's, it, Jackie said she was frustrated because she said she heard from Charles Barkley. She thanked me. Uh, but it's, it's frustrating because she said, that's still going on now. I said, this morning, I, you know, turned on uh, YouTube and Jackie McMullen says, so, you know, just I was a lot, tempted a lot to text of you from a, from a person who is very, very dynamic in what they say and her ability to uh, meet with players and talk to players. And oh, get them to trust her. And, and, and trust her has, has absolutely been amazing over the years. So, when she she was in that kind of trouble, I was just trying to at least try to um, wait in a little bit just to say, look, this this isn't the person that everybody's trying to make her out to be. But it's just, and, and it's just so sad that you know in this broadcasting business we have, it only takes one word, one only word. takes one misplaced word for you to possibly lose your job. And the world has, I mean, granted, it's been a, a scale, it's been scaling for decades, hundreds of centuries. But in the last year, six months, a lot has changed, <laughs> right, Max? I mean, like, I was up on my roof, which is a, a so common area where where I live, and I told you this story. It was uh, like late September, and I turned to the person next to me and said, "I think we have Indian summer." And they got really, they weren't, they weren't uh, Native American, but they got very taken back by that. I didn't even think about it. One time years ago, I said somebody, an Asian person was Oriental. I did not know. Now, these are things you can't say. You said midget once to me. Right? Yeah. Hey, I thanks, mean, Nick. I appreciate that. 
<laughs> I did, and I also said one on air. Uh, we had an engineer that passed away, and he straightened me out. And I never even knew what I said. I was somebody made a play, and I said, "Ah, throw that guy over in the, in the paddy wagon." And oh no, was, that's uh, an Irish slur. He Here, was like, "Whoa, whoa, you can't." Yeah. He said, "That's oh no, you can't use that paddy." I was like, "Paddy wagon? You you can't use that?" Yeah. And he said, yeah, that's that's the Irish when they were being picked up. And that, Especially that. here. And, right. and sometimes your your ignorance, your ignorance cotton makes picking you sometimes bliss. Cotton mm -hmm. picking is one of those. And I, you, uh, my whole life I've been hearing that. It wasn't until probably 10 years ago I actually put two and two together. My cotton picking son of a gun. Like, I mean, that is so Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If he That was like said, the little rascals, right? Well, right, well we look, about look that at this way. If he had said that about a white guy it wouldn't have been there would have been no nothing but because he said cotton picking and it was a it was an african-american it was a, a black man then people took offense of it and it didn't help at all that westbrook didn't come to his defense and say at all no, i know this dude man he meant nothing by that at all so I, I, that. I think that's another thing which you know kind of comes into play because people essentially hear what they want to hear and we can say that because we've we've just gone through an election where people have <laughs> heard what they wanted to hear even the facts are out there it's just like uh just like for instance the capitol building the capitol building was stormed by trump supporters they saw some trump supporters they asked them and they said no it wasn't trump no, it, was antifa. It, it was antifa Antifa did that. So here's a picture. I didn't see no Antifa t-shirts. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of the people, the Trump supporters. Here are people who are registered Trump supporters going in the White House, but yet still people did not believe they wouldn't believe what was said. It was just Donald Next. Trump has done one thing and it's it's been brilliant. And and that would be fake news. Oh yeah. Oh, fake, news, fake, yeah. news will, fake news will live forever. Forever. And it's forever not going anywhere. That is one of those things that, you know, you know that's the first thing a supporter will say. If, and Max, you say if you say something that is not good about Donald Trump, that's supporter first thing. That's fake news. Fake news. Well, I remember, as you, you know, I voted for him the first time around. It's like one of the, my biggest regrets of my life. As you know, I, I struggle with that still. Uh, and after voting for him, one of, uh, uh, you know, a Hillary said he's already doing rule number one in the playbook for dictators. He's, he's discrediting the media. If you take away the information source, the credibility, nobody can make decisions rationally. And I think about that first things first is. It wasn't very much further after that. We were down in D.C. covering the, the uh, Celtics Wizards. You know how we had that, you know, you know how the media shares a, uh, an elevator with the fans there. And Josue, myself, we got, this is like 2016, sports media. They were pretty lubricated. They were drunk. But they, we got verbally assaulted on that elevator fake news, right? Then the real truth is, you were out in Milwaukee, and I didn't believe the pandemic. I'm one to admit my stupidity. 
right? I didn't yeah. believe it was, I thought it was alarmist media, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm sitting at the bar downstairs and my one of my employees messages me, Rudy Gobert has co- a coronavirus. No such thing as, well, they didn't call it COVID. And I said, this is really getting fucking ridiculous. That's why I texted him back. As I hit send, the whole bars, restaurants, every phone in the place, the alerts went off. The NBA canceled, postponed the season. Now, that's how I make a living, right? All of a sudden, it became real. Like, my face turned flush white. I ran upstairs. I turned on CNN. They were acting like it was going to be uh, under the apocalypse. I turned on MSNBC. It was worse than the... It was uh, Exodus in the Bible. It was worse. Then I turned on... uh, you want to feel good? Turn on the turn Wait on a to. Uh, then I turned on Fox. They were Fox. talking about infrastructure. No mention of coronavirus. You know where I went for my news? Was NBC it? Sports Boston. Wow. And you ended up being on that call. But I knew my friends over there would at least throw it straight to their viewers. Mm-hmm. The point mm-hmm. is, we don't trust anyone. And big tech, the internet is serving us more misinformation. And there you go. You're, 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 you're falling into one of those Trump lines. But it's I had true. never, I had never heard of people saying big tech until, you know, until Trump kind of uh, vaulted those words forward. I mean, what they did by, you know, hitting Donald Trump, they hit him with the, you know, where he could feel it. And that was, took him Twitter. off the internet, took him off Twitter took them off the ability to raise, raise funds. And, you know, I know we've, I know we've strayed, but you know, this is what we talk about when we talk about words, words that matter and deeds that matter. These are the contents of of the world that we live in, which has been, um, I guess, pounded into our heads over the last four years. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's a big, big, big weekend, guys. You know the vibes. Championship, NFL Championship Weekend. We got the Buccaneers going up against the Packers. You already know. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. NFC Championship, big money on the line. And BetOnline.ag is your best place to go to win big money. Get all your information that you need, everything to gear you up for the weekend, and make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus for all you first-timers out there. The AFC Championship is the Bills versus the Chiefs. Head to BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus. That's CLNS50. For your 50% welcome bonus, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I challenge you to watch the documentary on Netflix. It is not a conservative documentary. It's, 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 it's called The Social Experiment, I want to say. We should get paid for dropping that, that out there. Okay. Uh, but it is fascinating about big tech. Now, big tech is not a Donald Trump word, but Donald Trump spoke it and owned it. Right. Um, But it is I mean, it is an issue because this is the industry I'm in. So I'm not big tech. I'm small business. But big tech is Donald Trump is Newsmax is a great example. Mm -hmm. Is threatening my existence as a sports network. So and our ability to tell the truth and Jackie Max ability to say something and not have it misconstrued. Where does it end? Where does it end? I don't know. I don't know where it ends. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, 
we were talking today and I was doing something with uh, Gary Washburn and we were talking about love his uh, podcast, the COVID, by the, way. the COVID, yeah, the COVID uh, virus and the NBA. And he said, where is it going to end? When, and I said, there's a reason why it hasn't ended. And I think part of it is because how many play, NBA players at this present who've had Corona? Oh, Carl died. Anthony Towns. Yeah, no, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns had six family down. members. Have not been able to play again, have, right. have been, you know, you, your, your inability to play for a week or two. Okay, yeah. I understand that. And there are long-term effects, which we haven't we, talked we about. We don't know yet. But right. right now, we can say every almost every NBA player that has had the coronavirus has recuperated and come back and played. And because of that, what it might take, and I'm God forbid this ever happens, if a player dies because of coronavirus, that is when I think you're going to see the NBA and this player association get a lot more serious, start thinking about the possibility of going into the bubble. Because right now, that what are the consequences? Okay, I had two sons that had coronavirus and they're young. One was 25, one was 32. Well, essentially what they said to me, it was like the common cold. Mm-hmm. And, but then I had a nephew who was around about 33 and he was on, he was on death's door. So, it's just a, it's just really funny how those things kind of play and, 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 and they turn around and they're different. And now there's the mutations of variants. I mean, luckily there hasn't been one that they don't think won't hit the vaccine or won't, you know, that all of them so far would be covered by the vaccine. I guess I want to go back to the communication thing because it's just something while you were talking mm-hmm. down in my head. I remember around quarantine, now we're all locked down. You were still in Boston and I was here over here and, uh, we're on the phone and you said, Nick, I don't know if you remember, you have a great memory. You will remember this. You said, Nick, if you, God forbid, had the coronavirus right now, where would you go? And I said, no, Nick, I don't fucking know. Because the communication was so bad and the distrust in the media is even worse. And they're giving such polar opposite opinions when they shouldn't be given opinions at all. It's just a nightmare. And I said, I guess the hospital, you go, oh, no, no, no. I don't think you will because guess, guess what? That hospital's filled with yeah. coronavirus. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I told everybody that story not. because I mean, it's true. I mean, that's the, the communications part is like that now that you look at and you say, okay, what happens? And I remember saying that to you, what happens if? Well, okay. What happens if there, if, if that happens to you, where are you going to go? Or essentially, somebody's asked me, so if you got it, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for the most part, they're telling a lot of people just to stay home. Yeah. Ride it out. You think of Chris Cuomo. We saw him, you know, essentially ride it out and then was in this basement. Poor guy. And he was killed. sweating. And I can't. <laughs> and it was just, it's just wild. It's just wild watching him. We got to get him on your show. Yeah. Cuomo. He is like made to be on this show because he gets so worked up. That dude, and then when Dean Lemon comes on, you know he chills him right out. I, you know what? I I am you I love am such Don a Lemon. huge fan of almost all those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am too. I mean, but you'll be surprised who my favorite is, though. Let me guess. What? what okay. What day part? So a part of the day. 
Um, Early evening? Yeah. It's Wolf Blitzer. No. It's uh -uh. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. I love Jake. That's my Jake favorite. Tapper. Jake Tapper, when you say something that isn't quite right to Jake Tapper, he that yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Tapper looks at you like your dad would look at you. After you told exactly. a lie. And you're like, and you wrecked the car and you're going, you're kind of, well, dad, I didn't know. <laughs> I turned and then the tree just came out and it hit the car. And that's what Jake Tapper does. He does. I love the way he turns his head. It's like, and then he'll wait. Like, out of his mouth are going to be be catastrophic. Oh, when that when he ends up, because he'll wait till you finish your comment. Oh, yeah, but when he yeah. when you finish your statement, he cuts you so razor sharp without two words. You could do it. I love Jake Tapper, and I didn't but always. His, his line is classic line. But sir, but sir, yeah, but sir. <laughs> what's uh, what's Berman's classic line? What's what is that? Oh, come you on, say, but you say it. That's how that's what Berman does. But yep. you say it. He's it's just always and then Berman always has that tape right behind it. But you said this. Yeah. Then the tape Click. comes on, you going, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, and he 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 is and and his co-host is great. I love them in the morning. You, to tap back to Tapper, Dana Bash is going to be his co-host on. Uh, his, I've heard that. I've heard I love that. that. I love her, and I her husband's a super nice guy, her boyfriend. But that that that. But did you know who her? You know, did you know who her husband was? No, I know her. Her, her husband she's been with for many see, years now. How, no, who, you've who, seen him before. He's uh, what is it, John? John? Is it John King? Oh, I know that's not her ex. ex that husband. was her. That was her husband. The, the guy magic. Who, the guy who does the board. Yes, that was her husband. Max, how they were funny. married? Listen, how funny is it? We. I'm not a big NFL guy. I don't think you are either. But I put it on when the Pat Patriots are playing or Brady, and they have that. I can't remember his name, but the guy who always does the magic board like uh, King does, mm -hmm. but he does it on MSNBC. They have him on Sunday Night Football doing the, the rundown around the map and everything else. It's oh, really my funny. God. But, no, I love – and I love to talk to you on Saturday afternoon because those morning – or is it Sunday? Those morning shows are so good. Smirconich, Fareed, oh, that is Tapper, very good. And, you know, no black. No well, black. Well, the only one that they have on black Frederica is um, – And Don Lemon, Frederica. No, no, no. What's the girl that I have her on um, – uh, the black girl, which comes on now, she she comes on quite a quite a few times. Uh, Pretty uh, girl, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And that, we're not trying to be sexist, but yes, just please clarify that. Trying to remember, yeah, but she's a younger and, girl and she's a contributor. Yeah, it's it, this is start with an A. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. I know yeah. Jen exactly. You know who I've done the turnaround? This show has turned into the CNN show. I've done the turnaround on Anna Navarro. I like her now. Oh, my gosh. She is so funny. I she never so liked funny. her. She, she absolutely so goes. She goes, yeah. Oh, yeah. She she takes it personal. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, she is made for, she, and she's on The View sometimes. Yeah, she, oh, she has. She's taken that whole. And what really surprised me, I think in CNN, in the last couple of 
maybe the last three months, I think they've gotten a little bit more racy. It's like, because oh, I remember. Being, yeah, oh, I remember being, listening to Cuomo and he said, they're serving you right Son now some bitches. bullshit. That bullshit. <laughs> Son like, of a bitches. <laughs> they're serving you some bullshit. I'm like, all right, yo. And okay. he gets so mad. He gets we, so mad. We, we got it. We got it. And boy, oh, okay. him and I would love to see him and um, Cruz in a uh, in a phone booth together. Well, you, you oh, saw when they were phone booth. Man. No one knows what a they phone booth is. Explain what a phone booth is. Explain what a phone booth is. The young people don't never see it. No, that's booth. true. That's really, <laughs> really it was like true. those boxes. It's an alien thing that they have a booth that they used to have a payphone in that oh, you put coins in. And one time they had a rotary, then it went to buttons. Mm -hmm. That's Remember they had the phone book hanging? The phone booths were essentially all over the place. Now the cell phones have come in. All phone booths now essentially are gone. They're not any, you know, there was always like, there was always a, you know, a pod of phones that you could get to. Mm -hmm. And any, any uh, radios, any, um, Tree stop. Any place that have public corner of the road. You get to, yeah, you could get there. But now it's think like of mailboxes. That's how they were. They were kind of like mailboxes, mm -hmm, only less mm -hmm, less mm -hmm. uh, rural. Uh, you know, more in urban areas. But I did at Penn Station. I I sent out. They still have payphones, and I sent out a picture on Twitter. Nobody wow. knew what the fuck it was. But uh, back to uh, real quick on on uh, Ted Cruz and King, or not King and Cuomo. Uh, how about Cuomo and uh, I always want to say Ice Tea. It's Ice Cube, isn't it? Which Ice Tree is it? Which Ice Tea is it? Ice Tea is the other one. So it's Ice Cube. You're, ice you're cube. making reference to Yeah. But he did apologize at the end. He came back. He didn't apologize. He took it back, Cuomo, at the end. Well, that's one thing that you will, that in, and we, you know, you and I did a podcast with Berman, mm -hmm. John mm -hmm. Berman, and Great and I podcast. asked him point blank. I said, so what's the difference between your station and Fox? And without mi mixing words at all, he says, we tell the truth. Did you we hear Tapper? Did you hear we Tapper yesterday with McMaster? With uh, General McMaster, who I love, by the way. General McMaster's on, and he's he says something like, oh, and, and Tapper did the face. So he goes, he goes like this. He goes, you know, and we've got to do something about the news because there's a certain faction that believe in one set of facts and they go to one outlet. And then the other set of facts, sometimes they come here or they go to another outlet and Tapper went, right? And I knew it was coming. And he goes, I, far be it. And he waited till he was finished with the statement. And then he goes, I'd like you to stay on after. I want to talk to you off air because I've got to say, if you like facts, you come to CNN. If you like <laughs> fantasy <laughs> and crazy land, you go to Fox. Yeah, alternative facts. You go to Fox, right? So, but I, I thought it was funny because Berman had said the same thing to you. So it's probably a, a corporate, not a corporate, but a canned reply. They got to make sure that they say back, listen, we're factual. I do think for the most part, CNN is pretty good. I think that the big thing for me, and it goes back to what we were talking about originally, is I don't leave CNN feeling like, I want to kill somebody. I'm not so angry at myself, at the world, at the president, you know, right? I leave CNN and I'm sometimes annoyed with what they say or I'm happy with what they say, but I'm not like, oh, there's something in the airwaves on that other channel that if you watch it after 7 p.m., you turn into Satan. Like you, I want to like kill people, my neighbors, the dog. I'm like, get out. 
God, you know, because they're so angry and they're placating. Oh, and then the liberals did this, like they said, they're right. <laughs> and then they well, like they're so brilliant. well, you know what? It's here, here's the thing that we and, and I would know more than you, you would know him, but you know, I grew up with him, was the most honest man in television was Walter Cronkite. Mm -hmm. That if Walter Cronkite said that something happened, damn it, it just happened. Now, it wasn't no two ways about it. You, he wasn't putting the spin on it. This is, and I remember him talking about one time when Kennedy died and he, oh. looked, and he looked up at the clock and he said that his eyes. Know, 12.04, John F. Kennedy uh, died and pulled his glasses and about, had a tear in his eye. And I still get just, but there are things that you could just, you could count on. And I think it started to turn with Turner. the, no, no, I think yeah. it started more turning with the Vietnam War because essentially the American public bought everything mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was sold by their government. And Linda Johnson then when the Vietnam War happened, that is when the first time I can remember, you know, riots and, 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 no, and so right, protesters yeah. and stuff like that. And then, I don't think it's ever turned back. There was a place called, there was a thing called Kent State where you had these peaceful protesters get killed by National Guard uh, troops. The dogs, is that where the dogs were? No, they came on campus and they actually, they shot, a, they were on the hillside and they shot a couple of uh, uh, students and killed them on, on uh, Kent State University. Uh, so it's the, the, the world is, the world has taken so many loops, so many changes, and now that we have, now that we have no. these things, essentially what we've done is um, we have become our own news outlet, uh, our own our own entertainment outlet, almost because you know what half of it's not, half of it's fake news. So let me ask you this, Max: Are you? Because you're, you're, I think your generation, not so much, mine, not so much, but then the next generation is just glued. Are you glued to the phone? Uh, no, I'm not glued to the phone as much. I want to know information, but I think that these social media outlets have now just become so powerful. You know, That's that tech, from, Max. From, from TikTok to whoever it might be that you will always see people on an airplane or, or walking, or, you know, how many people have gotten killed looking down at their phones crossing the street? So oh my God. driving, you know, I had a, I had a son and essentially he's going to have a problem with his hand because this is, that's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta yeah. be, gotta, gotta be some wrist something, which is going to come into play or finger something. Because he's yeah, always yeah, just spinning. Well, and there becomes and a, chemical, a chemical dependency upon it because the brain is releasing some sort of a chemical. It makes us want to Yeah, breathe. I mean, I remember reading that. And that's the big thing that they, there was a reason why I think scrolling was better because yeah, it made it attached to that area in your brain. Yeah, a receptor. Yeah. You just want to just keep going and going and going. So, think yeah. About it. I remember when uh, we would have now. to, we would have to talk about pay phones. There were you were playing in the NBA. You probably had a cell phone at this time. They were like the big mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. But 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 uh, when I was a kid, there were 
uh, pagers and you had to stop at a payphone to answer the to mm-hmm. call the person mm-hmm. back. How the world has changed, but the last ten years have been the most. But just circling it back to Jackie, and so we before we wrap up, um, I will say from you know her much better than me, but I've done business with her. We have been out socially. She is a wonderful person. I feel I feel bad that this happened. I think that the, the big takeaway is finish your thought. If that was her biggest, her biggest yeah. You know, finish your thought so you don't sound. And also, I well, think- well, anyway, if they do that, the platform that you got that you felt like you got screwed on or you got misinterpreted in, that platform should invite you back. But and, they, and they really should. About, I talked to her about that. Is that she should be going back on that same platform that everything started with? They just try to give the explanation, but Max. Did you notice how she was there? It was there. I don't know that race mattered at all. So he was there. She was there with Simmons and Rosillo, and and neither. Uh, okay, either those went, are, I think those are three white people. But okay, let me see what. Well, happened. but I don't. I'm not going to bring up race. I'm just saying no one flinched when she said it. They just breezed right over it. Did you notice that when you watched it today? That can that can happen. That that can really happen. I saw. Uh, was looking at um, sports, and um, I want to say Brian Gumble sports and yeah. it was a gentleman up there name was bernie and he said that uh by the way there is no uh it's it's not all over the country systemic racism and and brian gumbel just he said Hold up, man. Yeah. pulled his glasses down and said bernie there is and we'll talk about it later on and that to me was one of those moments where you stop and you pause and you straighten people out. Like one of my favorite favorite times ever was uh, was during the presidential uh, uh, race, and it was John McCain and Obama. Mm-hmm. And it was an older woman up there, oh. so talking about Obama. It said uh, he's a he's he's a he's a Muslim. He's, and a, he's a Muslim he's terrorist. A ter- and she, he he went and grabbed the mic and said, "No, ma'am, no, ma'am." No. We're not doing that here. No, we're not doing that here. He's a fine man. We just have differences of opinion how to, you know, uh, do the right thing by this country. But he loves his family just as much as I love mine. And that to me was one of the political moments of my life where, you look, where you look at how politics, and he's done a couple of them. You know, think about the Obama health care mm-hmm. initiative. Oh. He's there and he he I mean, walked dude just got brain surgery. Yeah, he walked in and gave him the he he was this man well, man. well, yeah. Brain. Oh my god, just just you know that dude right there is the kind of dude, and I don't even drink beer. He's the kind of dude you want to sit down and have a beer with, just so because he was just opinionated and he was honest, and you could tell what page he was on. But when he straightened that woman out, and then I looked at that was our, our senators right now and, and some oh. of our congressmen, and they get in there and they start talking about, well, Donald Trump won the election. How can you say that? It's like when eight he said- million, He lost by 8 million, eight million votes. Didn't lose by a million, 8 million votes. Joe Biden got 305 electoral votes. He, Trump went in to say, and I would hate to be on this rampage about Trump. But no, do it, Donald, do it. But Donald Trump went in to say, call the state of Georgia. 
can you find me 11,000 votes? You know what that's called, Max? Obstruction of justice. Yeah. You yeah. can't and, and, do that. Then, then the guy, he goes on saying, he's at his, he's at his rally and he says, I tell you what, America, true Americans right now, what we have to do right now is take names and kick ass. That and was Don Jr. Like, yeah. yeah. But then they said, you know what? That had nothing to do with inciting the crowd or getting them worked up. I mean, I know, I know, you know, people in law can do a lot of things, but if it's a duck, if it quacks, walks, if it shits like a duck, it is a duck. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the other thing too is how how much do we need to see? It's on camera. Like people are going. No impeachment. No, no, no. I want to be protected. I don't want this man to ever run again. Keep the impeachment in the House is done. Go through with the Senate and put him on trial afterwards. Let Joe Biden. I, I know it's going to distract the first so long of Joe Biden's. Let me ask you this. Fuck that conversation. No, you know what? Do you if, already feel here's safer? The thing about it. Here's the thing about it. If you disagree with me now, because there are a lot of people who are, I hope you're listening. If you disagree Come on my podcast. Let's talk about it. You have a you have a free invite to come and give me your opinion about what happened with the election, what happened with Donald Trump. I know that my voice is is you know, I'm completely on the other side. So, I want you to come on air with me and explain to everybody exactly what happened and how wrong I am. I'll Are challenge you? anybody out there to come on air with me on my podcast and explain, and I will give you a form that you can talk about it without being with, without being show. without being interrupted. You give me, I will give you a form to tell me exactly what happened. Are you telling me that the voting the voting booths were were changed? But here's the one thing I'm gonna say: when you come on, and this is how I'm gonna counter your argument. When you talk about Trump and the election being stolen from him, how did all those Republicans get elected to the Senate and to the House? But they want to, and but the ballots were different with Trump. They want the same ballots. And the governors and the secretary, or the uh, attorney generals in many of these states that he contested were Republicans. Yes, yes, yes. He said. He wanted them. It was basic. Listen, here's my theory. And again, this is speculation and a theory. There's no facts here. It is not alternative facts. It is speculation. All right. I think stand by, stand down, whatever he said there. I think um, on both sides, when he said that in Charlottesville, Very fine I people. Think, yep. I think these are all, I really believe these are cues. I think they're passive messaging. Do you think I'm nuts? Oh, yeah, I think there's a passive message in almost everything you say. I don't know. No, but I think there's a passive message to them, to QAnon, to the Proud Boys. I don't know. See, I just, I don't want to give QAnon that kind of respect where they They have a Q. I don't want to give them that kind of respect where there's a QAnon book and you can, there's (laughs) like in my hand right now, if you can see my big hand. There's a there's a line which is a up and then there was one down and there's a, is that supposed to be an M in my hand right there or if I turn it around is this supposed to be a w? w? I mean so so what what 
Wait a minute. You, there is an M in your hand. Yeah, I'm just saying you can look at it right there. And this, you know, I didn't put it in there as a, you know, tattooed or, or branded in there. But yeah, you look at it that way. But if I turned around this way, you say, oh, that's that's a W. I'm not giving anybody uh, QAnon that much credit for Donald Trump interpreting words that are QAnon words and putting those on a subliminal message and people getting it and 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 believing what they want to believe. Just absolutely crazy. You just infiltrated our capital. Never have we are the United States of America. They're not as they're they're definitely crazy, but they're not as stupid as they look because they look really stupid. They look like dumb white people. I can say. Well, wait a minute, wait, that that hasn't changed. That's what they're going to look like now. It's just like there was a gentleman in the airport who was talking about. They threw me off the plane. I'm on a no-fly list. They think yeah, I'm a fucking terrorist. <laughs> well, you are. You are. <laughs> As they, here you are running through the Capitol building. Mind you, hold on a minute. Let's get this straight. Without without a mask. Not one person you're, you're, had a mask I can on identify it. you easily. Now, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're like this, I it's can't hard see you. to identify who you might be. Some of these people, you can only see their eyes. But if you're running through with a ma- without a mask on and you're screaming to the top of your lungs into a television, uh, duh, everybody, there are people who know you going, that, that, that's my doctor. Is that, yeah. <laughs> that's my psychologist. But, uh, but it's like people of color right now. There was, there was a, a, a black man in there. One. And, Every black person right now is going, who, who is that? Is, is that Leroy? Is that? Did they pay him to look diverse? It, like, who, where, how did you? How did you get in there, brother? I mean, you know, ow. we're laughing. We're laughing, and and it's good to have some sort of a light art about it. But on Martin Luther King Day, to think about what happened that day, and to see that. The, the flag of General Lee of Northern Virginia, yes, Confederate flag. But you know, we we're, we're we're smiling. We don't mean to because it was so stupid. But then you think about the people who actually died during that, during or the, hid, the, thinking they were going to yeah, get killed. People who died during that riot, you know, and and the people must said, well, it wasn't a riot. Well, what was what it? Was it? No, what it was, was an insurrection. It? When they when they talk about well, well, they didn't take anything out of the ca- no. They took computers. They took the stand. That they the, took the, the, the fucking podium. Yeah, and the, the gavel. Podium. Yeah, the yeah. podium. The gavel. Like they took it. Wasn't it wasn't a ride. It was it was peaceful, and we're taking our country back. Max, okay. how many death threats could Nancy Pelosi get? I mean, they hate her. Did you hear those videos where they're going, where is she? Where is she? They were like dogs. Rat- Excuse me. Dogs. Excuse me. They were trying to get to my pants. Oh, Hank Pence, Pence they were screaming. And he's a Republican. Let me ask you, now, did he Donald prove anything Trump to you? And again, is this a message which, you know, you think his crowd received when he said, Mike Pence, Mike Pence will I do the right thing. You do the right thing. I hope you do the right thing for this country. If you don't, matter of fact, I've heard some very bad things about you, and I would be very, very disappointed. Disappointed. In other words, get your Confederate flags and storm. 
Well, I hear that the, uh, the sniper came in in plain clothes, you know, and obviously a federal officer and Pence didn't want to leave. He was, and they were like, no, you are leaving now. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to say, I, I, I can never forgive Mike Pence for if this sounds like an oxymoron for his undying unconditional loyalty to Trump. But the last two weeks, he's kept us safe. I think he and Biden, to be honest, I mean, I think Biden has kept everybody calm. And Pence has kept us safe because there'd be no National Guard there if it wasn't for Pence. He wanted them to deny. They were three. Well, we don't. Well, right now, who do we actually believe that's running the country? What this is maybe the first time in the history of our country that we can actually say that we've gone four, five, six, seven days without knowing what the President of the United States is doing. I mean, even when even even when Bill Clinton was mm-hmm. um, he was uh, impeached, impeached. Yep. It, it eventually you know soon after that he came out he came yep. out and he started talking to people and he his face was visible and he said you know what i have to do is go on with the people's work they might they might impeach me but you know i'm going on with the people's Boy. work Max, well, what that, he did now is so mild. <laughs> Go get a blowjob, please. I want a president to get laid in the in the Oval Office. I couldn't care less. It's better than so. You know, I mean, Trump uh, wasn't even the ink on the inauguration wasn't even dry, and he had all the Russians in the in the Oval Office. Oh At least my God. Clinton got laid. I mean, we have blown. and we're so sorry that we have moved to this yes. side of. But our podcast, my podcast, has been. All inclusive. We talk about anything. We're just not a sports related podcast. And if you don't get it right now, there's a skip button. Hopefully, you get it today. Because Mm -hmm. again, if you are on the other side of my argument, please somehow get to myself, get to me. I have a feeling you're going to tweet this out, and that's going to get to me and, and say, look, if you want to be on my podcast, and you want to have a serious discussion, please come on. I'm not the most articulate guy in the world. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I can listen and I think that I could give you my opinion and you could give me yours. And I would love to, to ping pong back and forth just to see what you would say and what I would say. How about we do this, Max? Whoever gives your favorite review on iTunes. We'll bring on the show to debate you on this. You're going to have all Trump comments on your feed. It'll be all tell you, prove it on Max's iTunes. No, I'm just kidding. I no, mean, I, 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 for me, it really it doesn't because I, I don't mind the whole thing if you're telling me about facts. And and and, and I've this year I've, I've kind of bitten my bitten my tongue oh, and I'm tried sure. to kind of lay back. But some of the things that Donald Trump has said over the years. And the one that really keeps resonating with me is when you say, I've done more for Black mm. people than any other president other than Abraham Lincoln. And so you're going back to when people I'm were slaves and saying you've done more. There was Lyndon Johnson who yeah. was, you know, had the civil whole rights. initiative right now for civil rights. Uh, you know, there were people there in the White House. President Obama there are millions of people right now who have insurance, who just have general insurance called, and, and we get this word, Obamacare. And thank God with COVID that they have insurance. Yes, yes. Even though yes. in the middle of it, once he removed the mandate, uh, mine went out, 
you know, mine went up three times, I think. Uh, uh, but the, the, the point here is you're right. You're totally right. You know, there have been a million, not a million, there have been a lot of, Kennedy was started. I mean, he was, a, he was very good for civil rights. And Lyndon Johnson, to his credit, he was a bad man. And he hated Kennedy, but he loved, Mar he at least worked well, you with know, Martin Kennedy, Luther King. But even, there, he even, with, even with Johnson, Johnson worked the system because he wanted to be elected the next year. And he knew that he needed some of those people. And he said that. He said, right now, if I bring out civil rights, we're going to lose the entire the South for yeah. the next couple of generations. And in fact, he was right. He was right. Yeah, He was right. Was. Now you just have one state that turned blue and that was Georgia. And, you know, there were Shocking. other states which were close, but again, this Texas is was close. Yeah, was Texas a time was there. closer than people thought. So mm -hmm. I think that, you know, this, this country has, you know, because I'm from North Carolina and forever that has been a blue state. It's always been a blue state. Pennsylvania. And now, all of a sudden it was a, it was a red state. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, and I was up in the hills of uh, North Carolina and it was just so funny. I went to, um, I was going up near Asheville and it's up in the Smoky uh, Mountain uh, area. And as I'm going up, I, I, I stopped to a roadside store. And why I stopped, I have no idea, but I stopped to get, get a drink. And at this roadside store was a big sign saying Trump and Pence. And then they had- Who's they had stupid enough to put it on their stores? I, I never yeah, saw but that. They, they had these figurines, which where they had the, the black guy in a jockey suit holding a lantern that you put the, suppose, that you put on your lawn, which is like one of the, oh my God, if there, I'm not sure if there's anything worse right now that people put on their lawns. So it- All one it up, was, yeah. My uncle owned a house in, in Kingston, this is ironic, Kingston, Pennsylvania, not Kingston, uh -huh. North Carolina. Beautiful home. They're still there. There's two black slaves holding lanterns at the bottom of the driveway. Jesus. And I, re I remember as a kid driving by there and saying, I love those statues Uncle <laughs> Sammy has. And my father looked at me and said, they, if Uncle Sammy was still living there, they'd be gone. They are not to be admired. And I never knew why until mm. years later he told me, but they were, they were slaves holding the lantern. Yeah. Yeah, Kingston, yeah. Pennsylvania. I mean, and then you look at all the PA people who have been involved in this this riot. A lot of people out of PA, Pennsylvania. So you see a lot of disenfranchised people feeling they're left behind. And I guess to end this up, I've said that three times, but I want to get one last thing from you because all day I've been thinking this. What could you know, MLK and um, all the great you know black civil rights leaders that come before us that are now gone, especially Martin Luther King and, and, and looking down on this now, what craziness it is. And we've regressed so much. What, do you, what could they be thinking? I mean, and, and you as a black man who's been through all of this, you know, the segregated South and seen black president and uh, now to have Joe Biden, the vice president of the first black president come back as a little bittersweet but when is this, has it ever been so bad and how are we going to repair well, it and how that, long is I it going to take? 
Well, I think that for the most part, Nick, things take small steps. And we've had some huge steps that have been taken. In my lifetime, I never thought I'd see a black president. Yeah. Uh, Martin Luther King can look now and say, wow, there's, a, there's going to be a, a, a female black, black. president. Great point. Uh, um, how about Martin Luther King having Martin Luther King Day? Just, just that as a national holiday that, you know, people fought forever not to have. I think one of the last Did they fight was, not to uh, have that? They yeah, there was there were a couple of states. I think one of them was Arizona, which was one of the last states to approve. And I, this is I could be wrong. I might not be getting my facts right, but I think Arizona was one of the last states to do it. And you can almost go into any ethnic area in this country and find a Martin Luther King Boulevard someplace. Oh yeah, or school, someplace, or school or, or, school, or, or school. whatever. We're white so, and black boys. Yeah, so go to school together. So there have been some changes, and you know, even even when you think about that, you know, that Hillary Hillary Clinton, as much as people didn't like her, she was that far away from being the first female yeah. president mm-hmm. of the United States. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things which have changed. And I think because of that, I think that puts a lot of fear in the other people thinking that they're being left behind or, or nobody's, For sure. listening no, no, to, no question. nobody's listening to their opinion. And, and because of that, I think that's why people dig in that much more. All I want them to do is come with facts, baby. Just, just come, Real facts. come with facts. A, if you bring me facts to the table about what happened, and show me. Not, not on what you think might have happened, but just give me some facts. Like if you're going to tell me, if and please don't come on the show and say robotic that Donald, Trump, that Donald Trump won the election. Don't, don't, that, you, that disqualifies you because there are 8 million more votes there's the uh, electoral college right now, which, you know, Joe Biden, they were saying in the last, I wanted to say the last five or six presidents of the United States who have been Republicans have not won the popular vote. Reagan might be the last. One, the Well, no, the Bush last senior. one might have been Bush Jr. Bush Sr. No, Bush, Bush Jr. lost the popular vote. I don't know if he did the second time, the first time he did. Well, because you before, think about, well, I think that he, well, that's what they said today. It was the last one that I saw. So, was I mean, but it's been Democratic since then. Was the Bush. But so yeah. most of them have been Democratic that have won the popular vote. So, well, Max, if, I mean, you have people come and debate you on this too. And, 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 and I don't want to get into this topic, but I'm going to drop it quick. I have to ask people, Republicans, and I do it all the time. You know, I'm in the upper bracket. I've been blessed. I'm fortunate. I work my balls off, but I make good money, right? So I'm in that top bracket. I don't like my taxes. I don't mind paying a little more taxes. You know what I mean? To take care of people who are less. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, but the point is when I say to, when I say that to Republicans, they look at me like I have three heads, but when I say to them, explain to me where you've noticed it come out of your paycheck, where you've noticed it come out of your 401k, where you've noticed it with the stock market. Cause to my knowledge, we had an economy crash under Reagan in 88 we had an economy crash under Bush, Bush in 2008. We had an economy crash, the pandemic to blame, under mm-hmm. Trump. All the Democrats, Clinton, not Carter, but Clinton, Obama had great economy. Obama inherited garbage and turned it into gold. I made a lot of money with Obama. 
right? So where's the argument? Tell me yeah. what hurt you, Mr. Republican, because they can't. Yeah. It's just a talking point. It's a robotic talking point. So, and you know, and, and we say all this, and and you know, and what we really missed out on in this conversation, which I think was absolutely great today. It was very informative to me, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, a lot of you listen. But we also didn't talk about a great documentary, which is on right now on Tiger Woods. It's I haven't been seen it. It's been fantastic. 30 for 30? Yeah, doing it right now, yeah. It's actually on HBO. It's, oh, a, two part, it's a two part series, and they go down. They Oh, man, the way they break it down with Tiger Woods is unbelievable. I mean, I've never been a big fan of it. They have, they have his, well, you would love this. They have every mistress, which he has had, the, the way he broke it. up, the way he got caught. And the way he got caught was just like, oh, my God, that was a. A man's nightmare. Um, he was actually one of his mistresses. He had talked to her on the phone. Well, first of all, they had caught the mistress actually in um, Australia. She uh, she was um, she used to uh, give parties in New York, and all the celebrities would go to her place, and that's where she met Tiger. And then they started to have this affair. And, uh, Tiger was going out there to play in the Australian uh, Open, I guess, and he said he needed her out there. She went out there. Well, um, I want to say it was the Enquirer, National Enquirer, uh, had uh, they had somebody following uh, her, getting on the elevator, and ended up calling her and said because she wanted to be, they wanted to put her on in a, on another floor, but she wanted to go directly to Tiger's room. So the guy who was with uh, the newspaper followed her and got off on the same floor and watched her go to Tiger's suite, which was crazy. And then they, it, but then the story was he, they were going to do the story, and um, Tiger and the, the woman they put it they put the story out, and Tiger called his wife. Uh, says Elon, I think is her name, mm-hmm. called her and said, you know, the story is about to come out on me and, you know, they're trying to get me, that, that. And he, she was like, yeah, I know they're trying to get you and whatever, whatever. And I'm going to have you talk to this woman. So, uh, yeah, actually the mistress talked to Elon and they were, you know, look, this is what He's happened. He's not a great guy. Oh, no, this is what happened. <laughs> He's not this a great guy. I was here. And it was on and on. It was so good. It was so good. And then, huh? Have you ever met? No, I haven't. And then they went on after after they had this. She and Elon had this conversation. Both of them just said, "We got away with it." Elon believed them and all this stuff. And so I guess one day he was back and he's back now in Orlando with Elon, and he was taking Xanax to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've all done and, that. <laughs> and he took a Xanax, and he he had talked to, just talked to uh, his mistress, and um, a different said, one. Baby, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm, I'm not going to call you. So next thing you know, she's like, you know, the phone rings, and uh, she was Elon, and and the mistress says, she said, I thought she said, I thought Tiger was, you know, going to go to sleep. You ain't going to call me back. And then she said. Hey baby, what's up? You know how you doing? And she said, and it was Elon. And she said, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. And that's when 
holy hell broke to you remember there was a incident where tiger mm -hmm. woods was in his at his house and he drives and he hits the mailbox and yeah he, he got back picked up got, well what happened was elon was chasing him with a golf club he goes out to his car they Did he authorize they, they didn't show they didn't, didn't show they didn't they showed like a um just um uh, a version of it, you know, an artist sketch of it, and she's yeah. chasing him out to the car. She is whacking the window, and he's looking behind, trying to get away. And in his haste to get away, he's looking behind. He runs into the mailbox, knocks himself yeah. out. She gets him out of the, the ambulance. Car, comes and right? that was that was the story. How did Tiger Woods? How did that happen? Happened. Yeah, how did that happen? Here's a guy that was squeaky clean. Right, I mean, for a long time, Tiger had Tiger when he was a kid, and then got started. It wasn't until he got older. Everybody's got skeletons, bro. There you so, go, brother. There you uh, go. There yeah, you go. that's a cool way to end it. But it was a, it was a fascinating. I want you to make sure you look at this because I know I'll you look are. At about it. This, I'll, I'll watch. Just, it. I will it watch was just that. a fascinating two-part thing. Then, and, and I mean, they just went down some of these women that he had. It's like. A cocktail waitress, somebody who was receptionist oh, a pig. at a nail salon, or yeah, it was just like all yeah, these very. And he made these some of these women believe. It's like this one woman said, "I still love Tiger. I just still believe he loves me." Like, huh? Really? Oh, no. well, but he's yeah, got so much he, money, dude. He and manipulated a lot. He of manipulated a lot of was, people. Was, it's just stunning to watch. Stunning. Yeah, because you don't have that. You didn't have that perception. Now, I remember his mugshot. It was right there on par with Charles Barkley's. Who, by the way, agree with them or not, he has the balls to take an opinion, even if it's unpopular. I respect yeah. Charles Barkley. Yeah, he does. He, he he does. He will he will put it out there. But I think the public has gotten over it. No, the, the public is accepting them. That that is who he is. What they'll oh, say still, if he says something yeah. like that, they'll say, "Oh, oh it's just Charles." That's just Chuck. That's just Chuck. But you know what, Max? Whereas most people so don't get, most people don't get that opportunity to you know to to make a mistake or or to say things like him that are as flamboyant and uh, without you know without losing their job. I mean, no, and I think part of it, he's one of the few who says some of the craziest things. And, and, and for the most part, I can't, I can't admit, I, I'm trying to think, how many times have you ever heard of Charles Barkley actually because of something he said? He came apologize? Back apologize. A lot. I have a lot. I've never, I don't remember. Yeah. No, well, remember he apologized. I mean, for saying things or for his actions? I mean, he oh, did apologize. I mean, actions are different, but Act, I'm just saying yeah. things. I'm saying things remember. I think he did when he, when, when he said about black people, he said, listen, if a cop comes, get out of the car. They tell you to get out of the car. Like he went on. I think he apologized after that. He I don't really remember him saying that. I think he just, he was. Oh, that's that a great. Like, right if a that. cop says, get out the car, then you, you get, get out, out the car. car. Uh, yeah. You know, because Shaq is very much on that law and order side because of his father because of him being a policeman himself or, you know, uh, auxiliary policeman. And Kenny is like the guy kind of in the middle. And, you know, Ernie is like... Mm. I love Ernie. 
Ernie, Ernie just keeps the traffic going. He just, uh, He's yeah. just a referee. Yeah, well, that's you watch that show, Max. Moving. Let's keep it moving. Let me make sure that Charles and let me make sure that Charles and Chuck don't have a fist fight one day. Fist fight. Do you when you're flipping through the channels and you come across that? Will you stop? I do. Even if because a lot of times I don't want to watch basketball because it's like work. I'll stop on that show. Because they're so freaking funny. You won't. Most of the most part, most, most time I won't. I'll get information like work? of what he said. The next from, day. Uh, if I'm on, I do, I do YouTube almost every day just to see, get some of the highlights of maybe mm-hmm. basketball or get some highlights about life. And that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, Max, and listen, to those who are uh, listeners and they know we veer off the track sometimes, we do have an episode coming up on. Uh, I think it actually released already with you and Joe Sway. You got mm-hmm. that one about the Knicks game and that all. And then we're going to do Max's most respected opponents to defend that you defended. We will We will end up doing that. Some of my most and then, respected and some of my most, um, I think, guys, I hate it the most, too. I think we should, should go both ways. It, I like it, that. It, it wasn't, wouldn't like go you. one. I mean, some of the guys I did not have. Don't give it away. Like, like, well, I'm just saying for some of the guys like Bill Lambeer, I really yeah. didn't have to guard him, but I was out on the court with him, you know, playing against Dennis Rodman to see where he went, you know, Bernard King and, I mean, down the line. But you didn't and if you haven't, And if you haven't heard my, uh, my podcast with James Worthy, you're really missing one because that one was uh, – was We're going to re-release on that on, on YouTube as well, because that yeah. is, I mean, that got listened to by so many people. Anybody in my age group or young or, or older is like totally iconic moment. And you two like really respected one another. Like it was like a really good conversation. You could tell James was a little nervous, but as you always do, you disarmed him immediately mm-hmm. and made him feel good. A great episode. And then we have Spencer Haywood coming up. We have Soledad O'Brien. It'll be you and Joe Sway for Spencer. You and Soledad O'Brien. Just stay right. tuned. Yeah. We'll probably end up having we're we'll probably end up Kevin having McHale. Kevin Kevin McHale, and mm-hmm. we'll talk maybe a little bit about the uh, upcoming book that uh, I'm writing that's about to be dropped over the next uh, within the next you know six months called uh, um, "If These Walls Could Talk" uh, by Cedric Maxwell. And, and I read some, it. There's some, yeah, there's some stories in there that. Uh, there is some know, stuff that's not yeah. the uh, garden variety Max stuff. Like, oh, there's, no, there's, no, there's no, stories you know, I, that I was like, did that really happen? Say, yeah, as, as I would say, you know, when keeping it real goes wrong, that's what that, that will be. That should be the byline. On yeah. that note, Max, happy Martin Luther King Day, man. And uh, congratulations on Joe Biden. You're not getting uh, uh, inaugurated, but Trump is leaving, so we can congratulate each other. We got through it. And uh, hopefully, wait a minute. We still got what? Well, we got one more day? One full day. Tomorrow's pardon day. He's nothing bad's going to happen. He's pardoning every criminal in the land tomorrow. He's pardoning 100 people. He has to get ready for his 21 gun salute, too. Red carpet. Red carpet? No. Yeah, he's going to do it right. And what will you tune into? Will you turn into Biden's speech or Trump's speech? You know what? I, 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 that would be fascinating. <laughs> I think that I know, I kind of know where Biden's going with this, so I love that. But the theater of Donald Trump leaving to a 21-gun salute, that that is what they used to say. 
priceless. <laughs> <laughs>